Hi, everyone. I'm Jamie Fournier, and welcome to VXI Conversations. Dear viewers and listeners, we've come to the final episode of VXI Conversations first season. This is Jamie Fournier, your host. Let's go ahead and get our conversation going. During the last episode, we picked the brains of OM Ren and TL Reynold and asked for tips on how we can determine if the company we're currently working for is the right one for us. So for those of you who are a bit hesitant about your company, please feel free to hit play on episode 13 to know more about their insights. For today, I'm so happy to have our guests with us as we have Talent Acquisition Officer from Davao, Joy Marie Villa, and Talent Acquisition Specialist from Bridgetown, Kim Boggs Quinto. So hi, Joy. Hi, Boggs. How are you guys doing? Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I always love having conversations with recruiters. I was once a recruiter many years ago, so I'm so ready to pick your brains. But before we even dive into this conversation, tell us a bit more about yourself and your experience in the BPO industry, especially in BXI. Joy, the floor is yours. Hi. So good afternoon, everybody. My name is Joy Marie Villa. I I started working with VXI Global in the year 2012, a few months after I graduated my degree in psychology. So mm. um, practically the first BPO that I had is already VXI and current and still with VXI. So I'm already with VXI for nine years now. Amazing. Amazing. Nine years. That's a long time. And, and I can see you're smiling from ear to ear. I can see that you're flourishing. Your career wow. is great and you're doing what you love doing. You're in recruitment. I do. But- Mm-hmm. I got to know more about what led you to this department. Uh, out of all the support departments in the BPO industry, we're going to pick your brain and understand how you ended up in recruitment. But we also have Boggs joining us from Bridgetown. So hi, Boggs. How are you doing? Hi. So far, so good, Jamie. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, yeah, Jamie, I've mentioned my name is Kim. Uh, everybody in the office used to call me Boggs. I mm-hmm. started with VXI way back 2017, technically. Same with Joy. This is also my first BPO company. So I started as a contractual employee, then got absorbed, mm-hmm. uh, been positioned to different sites, uh, QC, VXI Clark mm-hmm. as well, and now Bridgetown. So far, I'm turning four years in the company. So far, so good as well <laughs> with the experience and all that. Still learning a lot of stuff, though. Wow. Collectively, that's nine years and four years between the two of you. And again, it's your first BPO company and you've stayed and you're continuing to stay. So I really want to know how you ended up in the BPO industry in the first place and how you ended up in recruitment. So Joy, I echo your path. I studied psychology as well. So when I had my first interview for a BPO company, they offered me a job in recruitment. So I want to know how you got offered a job in recruitment or how you chose this department for you. Um, To be honest, it wasn't that easy 
I had my application with VXI, I think, three times before mm-hmm. I get hired. Because the first time I applied, I applied for a human resource. Unfortunately, they already hired someone when I applied. So the next, I uh, the next, I the next time I applied, I uh, oh no, this just two rounds. Sorry about that. Twice mm-hmm. I applied twice, okay. and the mm-hmm. first was for human resource, and the second was for. Um, a talent acquisition. I saw the job okay. posting in, I believe that um, a job ad. I saw the job ad and applied for it. Got a call, mm-hmm. applied for it. And then uh, after which I think I waited for about three weeks or one month before mm-hmm. I got hired. When I had my final interview, they wanted me to start immediately. Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they wanted you on board right away. And did you say yes, yes to that? Um, I gave them at least three days. Okay. <laughs> I needed, so you're, at least I had to, I had to leave my previous guy. I had my immediate resignation with my previous company and then that was a weekend. So I started on a Monday. I want to understand that. I know we're just talking about how you started your career in the BPO recruitment uh, department, mm-hmm. but you were working for a different company and yes. you got offered a job in VXIPH. And why mm-hmm. did you decide to go for it? Why did you say to yourself, you know what, it's worth leaving this company I'm already an employee for? And you started your career in VXI. What was your motivation behind that, Joy? Um, well, as a fresh graduate of those years, I really thought that I should... Um, venture my opportunities or venture to a job wherein I will be able to practice my profession. So firstly, Mm -hmm. I was a graduate of Bachelor's of Science and Psychology. My first job was a service advisor for a car company. It Mm. wasn't really related, but it was customer service. It was nice. But then again, I always wanted to land a job in a human resource or recruitment or office base that would really practice or hold my profession for or at least practice my profession for psychology. So when I uh, I got the job, they told me that they wanted me to start immediately. So I I said yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, no question. And here asked. you are. Yes. Here <laughs> I am. Years after, nine years later. Still practicing what you studied in college. And, you know, that's something I also want to share with all our viewers and listeners because both of you and I took BS psychology. And it's something you can practice in the BPO industry. Know that there's a place for you in this industry. But, Boggs, I want to understand how you started your career in recruitment as well. You said, uh, VXIPH is your first uh, BPO company. So how did you end up in recruitment? Yes. Uh, well, technically, Jamie, my interest way back was really aligned with research. I was a graduate of sociology. That's the main reason mm. why I became mm-hmm. fascinated with research and all that stuff, immersion and all that. But uh, way back uh, after graduation, of course, I'm an only kid just to share. So I got to make ends meet for the for for my parents, right? For family and I, I got to work and practically way back that time research doesn't offer that good to be honest, mm-hmm. right? And I I got a couple of applications in Makati area. I tried doing the walk-in stuff. Then I'm mm-hmm. in a specific lounge for applicants. Then that's the part where the recruiters are calling. I'm looking for candidate number two. Then that's mm-hmm. the part where gusto ko niyan. Gusto ko maging ganyan. That's where oh. that's what led me to recruitment. Well, might be a shallow answer, but 
that's the honest it's answer. Not. Like, yeah. So it's not. I got goosebumps listening to that. It's not. It's not shallow at all. So when you heard somebody say that for you, that was your calling. It was like I want to be that person someday. Yes, precisely. I was mm-hmm. at that moment when that my name was called at that moment. I'm looking for candidate Kim. Then of course I stood up, but. Gusto ko yung ganun. Gusto ko ako yung magtatawag. After that, uh-huh. I actually filled that application just to share. So, okay. after that, uh, when I reached home, I, you know, searched postings and all. Then, I saw the job post for VXI. Tried my luck. Uh, same with Joy. I actually waited for not, it, it's not a quick application, around two, three weeks. Same with Joy. Then, mm-hmm. one of our corp team called me. Then, I also got the job. I never hesitated. I, I quickly answered yes. The recruiter oh. told me you'd be up for a medical. I'd be there. Give me one hour. I'd be there. <laughs> so wow. that me I had goosebumps when you said that because I remember the days when I used to do that as well, where we call in the applicants and, you know, the applicants are there yeah. looking at the recruitment team. Like they, they had their, uh, careers in our hands, right? So I, I get what you mean when you said, when I heard my name being called, I knew I wanted to be that. And for me, that was a great thing because you were helping individuals out there find the best career for them. And for me, that was the most fulfilling. But I want to know your stand. What do you find the most fulfilling part about your role as a BPO recruiter? Let's start off with Joy. Um, sorry, what was the question again? What do you find most fulfilling about your role as a BPO recruiter, Joy? Okay, so I'm going to share something. This was way back in, I believe, 2012, 2013. Um, I hired, uh, I started with VXI as a, a recruiter for agent hiring. So that's mm-hmm. going to be ramping. So a lot of people applied, a lot of people failed, a lot, uh, a lot of people got hired for the company. And I always appreciate that when you get to see the the faces of the people or the applicants that you used to handle or used to process, you'd see them in the hallways and they'd, hi, hi Miss Joy, oh, thank you, ah, talaga, kung hindi dahil sa'yo, hindi talaga ako makakapasa. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a good thing that you're actually helping mm-hmm. them to land a job that they needed because I've mm-hmm. had this applicant, I believe she was, um, there was a storm in the northern part of Mindanao, and then they they went to Davao City to look for a job. And then mm-hmm. the I believe um I no longer can I can no longer con- uh, remember the name, but the person told me that he lost all his belongings as well as the farm because okay. of the storm, and mm-hmm. he is now looking for a job to be able to sustain the needs of his family. He was able mm. to get the job with VXI Global, and I believe he stayed for about four years, landed, mm-hmm. uh, and got promoted for the for a higher position, which was great. He was happy. He transferred to a different different company because um, the account, I believe, was closed. In uh, mm-hmm. the account closed in VXI, so he transferred to another BPO company. But then again, knowing that you've had you've hired someone that really needed the job and be mm. able to to promote or see them grow within the company is uh, is actually fulfilling for me. I love that, and that is exactly what you guys do. You give so many opportunities to individuals out there, of course, with the help of VXIPH, which has a lot of 
opportunities and job roles available for everyone out there. There's truly a home for individuals out there looking for a role in the BPO industry. Boggs, what about you? What do you find most fulfilling about being a recruiter in the BPO industry? Well, most fulfilling would be it's actually not about the hair, right? It's more of the family's sustenance behind the hair. Mm. So technically, same with Joy, been encountering like two, three minutes of inter- uh, interaction with hired folks. When mm-hmm. the elevator, hired folks would be mm. saying, sir, thank you. Uh, may pang-grocery na kami. But the most that I can forget would be uh, that candidate. He, he's a boy. Mm-hmm. He applied in the PPO because he will propose to wow. his partner. So <laughs> yes. After a couple of months, we interacted. Then he mentioned to me, Sir, dahil sa'yo, nakapagpakasal ako. He Aww. invited me, but I, I wasn't able to attend the, the wedding itself. But when I heard that, of course, it, it's more of given that I'm also a man, right? I also have a partner. So I was really mm. touched by that moment. So fulfilling would be the after application experiences with the hire. Exactly. So it's not hiring uh, the hiring process itself, but what you're able to give to these individuals once they have a career in VXI, may pang grocery na sila, pwede na silang magpakasal, yeah. they can provide for their families. And that's an amazing feeling that you were part of that process. Now, I'd like to know what the biggest lesson was that you learned as a BPO recruiter. Joy? Um, biggest lesson probably is uh, not all applicants are, or not all applicants really wanted to start with VXI. Some mm. of them, we always have that. We Recruiters have okay. that. Like, uh, you have an applicant, they'd say yes, but they will not show up. It's okay. heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But uh, truth be told, uh, I, I'm pretty sure everybody has those times. Uh, and the hardest lesson is that you really need to track everything because um, mm-hmm. there you won't be able to to find anything if you don't track it properly. Okay, so this is in terms of how you made your decision on hiring that person. Is that what you mean, Joy? And yes. they end up not showing up. Okay, yes. how do you manage this? I mean, you uh, you trust that this person wants to start a career in the BPO industry and with VXI specifically, and when they end up showing up. For all the aspiring recruiters out there, how do you manage that disappointment? Because you said it's heartbreaking for you when that ends up happening. So how are you able to surpass that? Well, for me, uh, I learned to accept the fact that every uh, not everyone wants to join or not everyone uh, would prefer to be in a certain company. Because uh, if you're an applicant yourself, you would always open your doors to better opportunities and you will never mm-hmm. know what opportunities they have other than the offer that you have with them. So if mm-hmm. and when the candidate the candidate has an offer with another can uh, with another company that is way better than what we can offer, I'm pretty sure he would she would or he should shop, jump ship to that certain company to be able mm-hmm. to provide for his or her family. Okay. Now, Boggs, what about you? We've heard from Joy. That's the most challenging for her in which, you know, you can't really predict the outcome. You have trust in the person and you believe their words, but sometimes they end up not showing up and that's how she manages it. But for you, what's the best lesson that you've learned as a BPO recruiter? 
well, best lesson for me would be same with Joy. It's all about trust in you know in mm-hmm. our line of job. I enjoyed you know we didn't talk, but uh, when she answered, that's also my answer: trust. But the other mm-hmm. best lesson for me would be lahat pwede, pero hindi lahat dapat in our line of industry. Because, uh-huh. uh, you know, you, you've got to draw the fine line between being humane and mm-hmm. being in a business. Of course, as okay. an employee of the company, uh, always going to be on a business standpoint. But when you do interviews, it's, you know, interviews become so personal. It, it, it's kind of touching you already. And mm. you want you really wanted to help the candidate, but you know for a fact that there must be room for improvement for the person before we can push through. Mm. And you know, best lesson for me would be draw that fine line with, between kindness and being part of a business or you know doing the professionalism stuff. That's true because when you have especially these final interviews in the recruitment process, it, it's difficult because you get to learn about the needs of the interviewee and also their lives and you want to help out. But I love what you said, Boggs, where lahat pwede, hindi lahat dapat. Tama ba? Did I get that right? Okay. So yes, you yes. also have to remember, you have to hire for the role in the most appropriate way and find the right candidate because at the end of the day, that's how you help that person as well. If yes. you're able to match the person and the right role. Thank you for that. I love that. Now, we've talked about drawing that fine line, and I guess that's difficult for most recruiters. But what is the most challenging about your role as a BPO recruiter, Joy and Boggs? Let's start off with Joy. What do you find most difficult? Um, find most difficult? That's a, that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. But for me, <laughs> the most difficult part is, um, especially for back office, is looking for the perfect fit for yeah. the position. Because mm-hmm. uh, we all know, hindi naman kasi lahat pwede. Tulad mm-hmm. na sinabi ni Bugs, lahat pwede, pero hindi, hindi dapat. Something Uh-oh. like that. But um, especially for, for back office, um, there are specific qualifications that you will be needing to fill and you needed to find that person. It's like, a diamond that you need to dig. Mm-hmm. So for for me, that's the most difficult part. Finding the right fit and finding the best diamond yes. for that finger. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what about that. you? Mm-hmm. What about you, Boggs? Uh, what do you find most challenging? Is it what you mentioned earlier where you have to draw that fine line between you have sympathy or empathy for the applicant, but you have to remember you're in a business or is it something else? Well, uh, that's really the answer, Jamie. I would be connecting my previous answer to, to that question because uh, at some point, right, you would really have to stand to your role as a recruiter, mm-hmm. as an employee. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to waste the time of my applicant. It's also a way mm-hmm. for me to help them, right? So drawing that fine line would really be the most challenging part for me, even up until this moment, to be honest. Yeah. There are really candidates where you know for a fact this candidate is really so tenured, so fit for the mm. role, but there are really some instances that would not permit me to. So I'm not going to waste your time processing all that requirements with mm-hmm. us and all that. I know for a fact, as Joy have mentioned earlier, you'll, you will end up, not meeting each other in the day one of training. 
right? So you've also mentioned that, I mean, when the candidate mentions that to me or give me hints already, so that fine line between this, that's mm. really the hardest part for me. I, I can feel you and I can remember the days when I did it as well. And you both are right. It's really finding the balance and just remembering your role as a recruiter, which is really giving the job to the one that deserves it and has the right skill set for it as well. Now, I'm sure you've done hundreds, if not thousands, because I mean, Joy, you've been in the industry for nine years in Boggs. You've been in the industry for four years. So you've done, you've done a lot of interviews. But what's that one interview that you will always remember? Joy? Oh, one interview that I will always remember. Let's see. Probably my uh, first year with uh, with a company or in the industry, wherein um, I had to interview... Oh, one interview. I had to interview an applicant pretending to be... Oh, she, he's only pretending to be an applicant. Oh. Unfortunately, he's a director of the company. Oh, dear. So was it more of a calibration <laughs> process for him? <laughs> no, probably. But it was okay. it was actually fun for me because um, uh, I... I interviewed him the way that I should have been interviewing other applicants, and it went mm-hmm. well. He, okay, he wrote the recommendation that I am pretty much very well uh, doing my job, or pretty okay. good in my job, very detail oriented, which was which was good. It was my first year, so I really need that positive positive outcome. Other than the pretending to be an applicant, <laughs> I had. Um, it had an applicant wherein she was uh, a fresh graduate, very nervous applicant. She was mm. literally shaking during my interviews. So when I came in and we had a conversation, I told her that, um, how about I give you time uh, to be alone for a while? I gave him a water and told her, uh, take a deep breath. I'm not going to bite you. I'm not going to eat you <laughs> alive. I'm just going to have a conversation with you. This is not going to... Uh, to failure in anything, okay? You're not going to mm-hmm. die here. She said, I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I'm very nervous. This is my first time to have this interview. So it's okay. It's okay. So I gave him, I gave him, I, get, I think I gave her about five to 15 minutes to cool off. And then when I came back, mm-hmm. I had an interview with her. It went well. She's very smart. She's very mm-hmm. smart. Ended up having her for our um, pioneer count. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe she was promoted in less than a year, which was great. Amazing. Amazing. I I love that you care about your applicants because what you just described to me goes to show that it's not just about getting the interview done, but it's also really helping these applicants. And you gave her time to calm down. I can remember several times I've done that as well, where we say, I don't bite, calm down. And that's something that our viewers and listeners need to know as well. This is a process that we all love and we all use to give opportunities. So it, it is, isn't something that you should be intimidated by because we're here to help. So what about you, Boggs? Uh, so Joy mentioned two instances. Uh, by the way, I applaud her for acing that uh, first instance because it was a director who she was interviewing <laughs> and she got a recommendation out of that. But I think it was probably best that you didn't know he or she was a director, Joy. Uh, but I actually amazing found job. out that uh, I found out that she was the director after after. The <laughs> That's great. Now, I'm like, gonna shake if I'm okay. on your shoe. 
right? If you knew it was a director, yes. then you would have that in your mind. But you know, you did it the way you do it. And you you were recommended by him after. So that just goes to show you're an amazing recruiter. And that was your first year, by the way, you're here already for nine years. But let's move on to Boggs. What's that one interview, Boggs, that you will never forget? That one interview, Jamie, that I'll never forget would be an interview with an applicant way back that I'm in VXI Clark. So uh, we started the interview already. Then the applicant is already narrating some stuff about uh, herself. Then she mentioned she was invited in VXI Clark that same day. Then she also mm-hmm. mentioned she is from Sagada area, somewhere near Benguet, some, some, mm-hmm. that area. So that's kind of a bit far for me, right? And she doesn't have any call center experience, no assurances mm-hmm. of any, but she was there. So I believe if I can still recall it right, the interview was around past after lunch. Then mm. she went home around 10 p.m. during that time because the, the site way back was pioneering. So the applications would be open up until late midnight. And that dedication, I, I can't forget that because I've encountered a lot of applicants wherein, you know, applicants who can't really wait. We, we must admit that fact that there are. And it's also mm-hmm. our job to accommodate them way, way fast, right? But yeah. that dedication all the way from Sagada, uh, going to Clark, same day, going home around 10 p.m. with no assurances if there's going to be public transport going up Baguio area. So that's a big, big factor for me. So I can't really forget that applicant. So moving. Uh, it's amazing how we encounter many of these instances in these interviews. And thank you for sharing that, Boggs. Again, it goes back to the fact that what you both do is so important and it really opens up opportunities to many individuals out there. So tap on the back for all that you do every single day. And of course, for VXIPH, for providing opportunities, the pandemic will not stop this company from giving that to so many individuals out there. I mean, that's why we're here on VXI Conversations, because we want to continue to spread the word that there is home for you here and there are so many opportunities for you here. But before I talk about that, wow. Join Box. What a way to close our first season. It's truly been a pleasure listening to your stories and your anecdotes of success will truly be an inspiration for all our listeners and viewers out there who are also aspiring to be a part of the BPO recruitment industry someday or department someday. Before we wrap up our final episode of season one, may I ask Joy and Box to share a few words for all our listeners and viewers out there. Joy? Well, for all our viewers and listeners out there, hi. So um, being in the BPO industry, for especially for those who doesn't have any experience uh, or any background at all, is scary. Everything is scary when it's new, right? So what the thing that I can tell everybody is you can never know what risk you're taking until you try it or until you take it. So take mm-hmm. the risk. You'll I never know. That. You might grow. Exactly. You might say yes immediately, start three days after, and still be here nine years after pursuing the role you want, like Joy. <laughs> so take the risk. What about you, Boggs? Yeah, same context with Joy. Got to take that leap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as what my supervisor, spe- specifically that supervisor is Winton, he always, uh, he, what, what he said to me was, hindi mo naman alam kung ready ka na for that position Wala ka dun eh. right? exactly. So 
right? So if you're uh, a candidate who doesn't have any call center experience, you wanted to try out the call center experience, or let's say you're targeting VXI, right? So that's a good thing. Take that leap. You do the application. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much open daily, even weekends. We we have sites open on a weekend, processing applications mm-hmm. too. And if it's not meant to be for that specific day of application, then try it again, right? There's yes, no I there's mean, no harm in trying. Mm-hmm. Take a look at both of you, right? It wasn't on the first try. You just have to keep trying. And I love that. It's so inspiring. Take the risk. Take the leap of faith. Hindi mo alam hanggat gagawin mo, Hanggat you give it a try. So thank you so much. You both are so inspiring to talk to. And I'm so happy we had the chance to have this conversation with you. On the final episode, a big thank you once again, Joy and Boggs. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, like what Joy and Boggs have shared with you, like what we We've been telling you since episode one, if you are interested to establish a promising career in VXI, go ahead and browse through our openings on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Take that leap of faith. Take that risk, as Joe and Boggs said. You can also send in an application to careersph at vxi.com. Plus, VXIPH also caters to candidates with or without BPO experience as long as they are a graduate of at least high school, old curriculum, or senior high school with good English communication skills. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. I have to say this from the heart. This is truly a bittersweet moment for me and And the VXI Conversations team, it's been a blast sharing all these conversations with you. Thank you for joining in on our conversations. You are a big part of it as well. And we hope that we've been able to help in one way or another, all of you, as you carve your path toward professional success in the BPO industry. As we come back for Season 2 in 2022, be prepared as we bring you new topics that we will explore and learn about together. Till the next one. This has been your host, Jamie Fournier. Happy holidays and a bright new year to all of you. Bye, everybody. Bye, Joy. Bye, Boggs. Bye. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much. Bye. Just listen to VXI Conversations. To know more about us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at VXIPH. Again, this has been Jamie Fournier and hope to catch you on the next episode. Views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.